Blog Talk Radio. by Health Innovation Media, monitoring and reporting on the transformation of the American healthcare economy from volume to value. Welcome, everyone. I'm Greg Masters, the producer and co-host of the show, and joining me in the virtual studio is my colleague, Fred Goldstein, principal co-host and co-founder of Pop Health Week. Hey, Fred. Hey, Greg. How are you today? Doing well. How's life in Jacksonville? It's going very well, thank you. Appreciate it. Glad to hear it. So for those of you not familiar with Fred, he is a veteran healthcare executive and the president of Accountable Health LLC, a Jacksonville-based Florida consulting firm and past chair and current board member of the Population Health Alliance, also known as PHA. Fred's experience spans hospital and health system administration, HMO general management, and is the founder of a disease management company. My background includes consulting support for hospitals, health systems, capitated medical groups, MSOs, and several hospital physician managed care joint ventures. I publish and principally author ACOWatch.com, founded Health Innovation Media, and I'm known on Twitter today as Two Health Guru and Tomorrow. Today we're privileged to chat with two titans in the transformation of the American healthcare ecosystem, respectively captaining the, captaining the assets of two powerful stakeholders in the health, wellness, and population health management space. Greg Dorn is the president of First Health, whose mission is to help guide the most important healthcare moments by delivering vital information into the hands of everyone who touches a person's health journey. And David B. Nash, MD, MBA is the founding dean of the Jefferson College of Population Health and the Raymond C. and Doris N. Grandin Professor of Health Policy. The college's mission is to prepare leaders with global vision to examine the social determinants of health and to evaluate, develop, and implement health policies and systems that improve the health of populations and thereby enhance the quality of life. Dr. Nash has been on the faculty of Thomas Jefferson University for 25 years. With that highly condensed summary of our two thought leaders today, Fred, help us get to know them and their work. Thank you so much, Greg. And it's a pleasure to have you on, Dr. Doran. How are you today? I'm well. I'm, th- I'm well. Thank you, Fred. Delighted to be on the show with you and you and Greg. We're, we're excited as well to get into this. And uh, obviously, David, we've had you on before, and it's a pleasure to have you back on again. Thanks. Great to be here. Yeah, so today we're going to be discussing the Hearst Health Prize for Excellence in Population Health. And um, before we begin, perhaps we could get some background on Hearst Health from um, Greg first, and then uh, the Jefferson College of Population Health from David. So, Greg? Sure, sure. Thank you, Fred. Um, You know, Hearst Health is a network, and we have a range of capabilities and businesses from drug information provided by First Data Bank to order sets and checklists for uh, care uh, plans for nurses and other 
uh, ancillary um, care members provided by Zincs, and then we also have a capability around the adjudication of care and care guidelines provided by Milliman Care Guidelines, um, or MCG. And then we also have a capability in home health. So we've connected these different uh, businesses and um, commercial endeavors to really provide care guidance across an entire patient's health journey. And really the idea is delivering the most important vital information to the hands of pretty much everyone who touches that individual's health journey. So that's what we're about, and um, we see population health as being a, uh, a huge uh, trend and also a, a huge uh, capability that we, need to, we want to focus on, and that's what's brought us together here with David a little bit. But I'll stop there and let him tell you about um, his work. That's fantastic, and obviously uh, population health doesn't happen unless you're getting information out to the caregiver, so a very important piece of the program. So, David, uh, give us some background on the newly renamed, I guess, or recently renamed Jefferson College of Population Health. Right. Thanks, Fred. And once again, great to be here. So we were known for the last six years as the nation's first school of population health and recently renamed on our campus here at Jefferson as the Jefferson College of Population Health. But the renaming has not changed our mission so we're dedicated to building leaders for the future who are going to improve the health of populations and improve and enhance the quality of life. Uh, we do this through a series of academic programs. We have a completely online master's degree programs in population health, public health, health policy, healthcare quality and safety, and applied health economics and outcomes research. No one else in the country has put these kinds of programs under one roof. So uh, I, I'm just uh, really proud of our faculty and our students. And this is uh, last week we opened the doors for our sixth year. Well, congratulations on your sixth year, as well as the renaming to the school, the College of Population Health, excuse me. And so what brought together the College of Population Health, one of the leading companies in the space providing this care management information to uh, offer this uh, Hearst Health Prize? Well, let me take a crack at that, Fred. Uh, I've uh, got to know Dr. Greg Dorn through his leadership at Hearst Health. I had the privilege of speaking at the uh, Zinc's Users Group annual meeting now nearly two years ago, more than two years ago. And uh, Greg and I just hit it off after that event and we had some follow-up work in New York City at headquarters, and together uh, we came up th with this idea of wouldn't it be great if we could further this field by co-branding a prize and by engaging with uh, potential leaders across the country. So it, it really all started just about two and a half years ago. You know, that's well said, David. I, I just would also add that just to my my you know, following of David's work started probably longer than two and a half years ago. I, I came out of a training in evidence-based medicine, and when I was just getting going uh, with Zinc's Health and Scott Weingarten, David was well out front of all of us, uh, pointing the way in the field of evidence-based medicine. And, and so the idea of being able to work with him and his academic institution and then showing us the way into population health was just a, a, a wonderful opportunity. And as we grew the Hearst Health Network and then really started to think about how do we 
advance the field? How do we move population health such that it's, um, it can grow and it can be really relevant and, and deliver on its promise? It was only natural to, to, to reach out to David, and, and we were just you know, flattered and delighted that he wanted to work with us. So, uh, and then we had this idea that we could do a prize, and, and, and as things evolved, um, we, we finally came to a meeting of the minds, and uh, that was the I think the, I think David is currently in the actual room where, uh, as he said earlier, the prize was born. So uh, so, exactly so we've come right. back full circle. Right, Greg. Well, thanks for those nice comments. Uh, you know, we we believe, like the title of the show, that it's all about moving our system from illness-based, more is better, volume is the answer to a system that's all about the improving the health of the population and, and in a word, moving from volume to value, we, we believe this prize, uh, which is significant, is going to help the system to focus on that transformation. So it, it's a win-win-win for everybody. Yeah. Well, that's really uh, fantastic. And, and as you said, this is a significant prize. It's a $100,000 award. And what are you hoping to get out of this and why did you decide to offer a prize in population? You know, I maybe I'll take a take a quick stab at that and David you can you can jump in there. You know, our goal was as we looked across the field of population health, we thought is there a way to catalyze the growth of the 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 work that's being done in that field from a perspective of 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 research and outcomes achieved, separate and distinct from a lot of the commercial activity that's going on? Is there a way for us to help support those uh, researchers and, and folks who are actually rolling up their sleeves and doing the hard work of population health? Is there a way for us to support them and their endeavors and help communicate their achievements and that's really what the prize is about it's about the people who are you know as we we like to think who are really in the trenches doing the work to improve population health and what's working in the in in those programs what successes are they finding and very much focused on that versus all of the commercial hubbub around population health so that's that's and we thought we would be willing to back that with a, a significant um prize cash award to that individual researcher group organization that's demonstrated improvement um, in population health. And obviously we needed a partner to, to pursue that, that, that vision, and that's really where, where David came into play. Well, Greg, that's, that's exactly right. So, Fred, we, we believe that the prize is a catalyst to get people motivated to put on paper their accomplishments. It's a mirror on our field to reflect where the field is going as we move from volume to value. And, you know, quite frankly, $100,000, that ought to get a lot of people interested to participate in the hurly-burly process. So the competition was designed to encourage really broad participation. We wanted to make the process as uh, transparent and as simple as possible. It's a 10-question application form. You, you could download it from the web at uh, www.jefferson.edu slash Hearst Health Prize, one word, so pretty easy. You go to the Jefferson website and go to Hearst Health Prize. Uh, we also set up a landing page, and it's a Hearst Health Prize, 
for email, hearsthealthprize at jefferson.edu for questions. But the main message is it's a readily available application, pretty straightforward. It's not like writing an NIH grant. We want to know who's doing what in our field uh, to move the ball down the field in the right direction. Yeah, I can't imagine people won't be interested, and really it is a great thing to be pushing this out because it's so important, I think, to demonstrate the success of the population health, and here's one of them. So a question, are you looking for real-world examples? Can you discuss some of the criteria that will be used to select a winner? Sure, thanks. So we we have a evaluation criteria that we are in sort of five principal areas. Let me quickly go through them with you. So the first is the population health impact or outcome. So is there a measurable improvement for a target population from any specific intervention that the applicant can show us? So number one, population health impact or outcome. Uh, then number two is the use of evidence-based practices. So this is focused on you know, adopting best practices to improve the quality of care. A uh, third criteria is scalability and sustainability because, you know, if you can't scale it or sustain it, we ain't interested. Uh, number four, uh, promotion of engagement and collaboration. So how do you reinforce connections among the various stakeholders because, you know, population health is a team sport. And then finally, the fifth uh, key criteria is innovation. Are you using some cool new technology or tool or intervention? So let, let me go through the list one more time, pretty straightforward. The population health impact or outcome, the use of evidence-based practices, scalability and sustainability, promotion of uh, engagement and collaboration, and innovation. Those are the five key areas we'll be looking at. This is great, I think, for a number of reasons. One is, obviously, you posted what the criteria are, so people have a clear sense of how this is scored, which sometimes we have some questions in the industry, a little bit around wellness, et cetera. And the other is that, that you you've also are focusing on real-world applications. So as I understand it, these have to be operational. They're not, hey, we're going to set up this program or start it. Is that correct? That's cr yeah, really important point, Fred. It's not a planning grant. Uh, we want to see results, and, and that's going to be very important you know, I'm already pretty excited about Tuesday morning, March 8, 2016, when Dr. Dorn and I and others will be standing on stage here in Philadelphia with one of those giant checks. And uh, we hope that we'll be able to uh, award it to a program that has made a difference, that has pushed the population health envelope that's sustainable, scalable, innovative, and really, most importantly, has made a difference in patients' lives. So just a question, since I have the two of you on, and uh, for myself and others obviously interested in this, any tips you can provide for applicants? Sure. Inside well, I guess the most important tip, Fred, is you better get it in there on time. <laughs> uh, so October 23rd, just a little over a month from now, that's the deadline, Friday, October 23rd. So we got to get uh, people to get online and complete the application. I guess my second tip is, uh, you know, don't beat around the bush. We want to see measurable outcomes because the, the award is to recognize achievement, not planning. 
And then third, this is domestic only. So U.S.-based organizations now, if they're doing some cool stuff overseas, we're interested. But it's basically for individuals or companies or programs who have had a measurable improvement in the health of the population. So you've laid out the criteria, a few tips. Who's going to review these submissions? Well, what we've decided, and, and I think this is really um, the crucial partnership with um, uh, Jefferson, is really that the faculty that works with David will look at the submissions, and they will select the 25 best submissions of all of those that come through the process that David just described. And then those submissions will go to a panel of judges. And we, we've been incredibly fortunate in the response that we've gotten in the composition and construction of the panel. And part of that is, is, is I think, the, the, the reputation that David brings and then the reach in the industry that, that we have. And so that panel will then look at those 25 um, submissions and then find and, and select the best uh, pr the best results and the best sub entry and um, and there's you know so so we've been and we're very very delighted with who who's on that panel and I think I'll let David describe some of those folks and and I think you all will also be impressed with that well yeah thanks Greg so I'm really proud of our faculty they've really uh, you know uh, come to the table and really have stood up and volunteered. So they're going to do the first screen, and obviously their participation is really important. And just as Greg noted, then those twin top 25 are going to go on to the national panel. Well, let me tell you a little bit about this panel because it's going to knock your socks off. So um, the members include Nancy Ann DeParle, so our listeners surely remember Nancy Ann from her role as one of the key architects of the Affordable Care Act and her uh, role in the Clinton administration. Dr. Mark Fendrick, so Mark, of course, is one of the inventors of a value-based insurance design as a member of the Institute of Medicine. Uh, Dr. Tijal Gandhi, so Tijal is uh, now over a year in her role as the president of the National Patient Safety Foundation just outside Boston, a Harvard faculty member. And uh, then number number four, uh, Steve Lieber. So Steve is the longtime CEO of uh, HIMSS, H-I-M-S-S, out of Chicago. And I'll, I'll let Greg give you the uh, the, the remaining uh, judges. I think it, it keeps keeps knocking my socks off, to take your phrase, David. Um, we have uh, Dr. Mark McClellan, who you'll remember from from the Center for Medicaid and Medicare Services, and now at the Brookings Institute, um, clearly a national expert. We have uh, Valinda Rutledge, who's a specialist in quality improvement and hospital management. We have the uh, former president of the California Healthcare Foundation, uh, Dr. Mark Smith. Uh, we have the editor of the Milliman Care Guidelines, uh, who also was the CEO of Scripps Hospital in a prior career, Dr. Jim Shibanoff, and then your uh, our part you know my our partner here on the phone, uh, Dr. David Nash, is also on that panel. So, um, you know, we've just delighted with that group. I think the collective wisdom of that group is surely going to identify uh, a, a worthy um you know, candidate to receive the award, and I, I just, you know, and this is just the beginning of a multi-year journey, where this is the first year, and we see this process continuing into the future, so 
so you know i think it becomes it'll become an exciting tradition and uh and you know that that's 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 what we're focused on is really the long term this isn't a one time event well greg i i really appreciate your reminding our listeners about that i you know, personally, I'm thrilled to be one of the judges. Our team here at the College of Population Health worked hard to have a representative, national, diverse group of leaders. I mean, these are all very busy people you know, with real day jobs who have uh, essentially said, sure, they've stepped up to the responsibility. So I think between our faculty who are going to do the first pass and then the nine judges, including myself. I mean, I, I'm just really looking forward to working with uh, my fellow judges, learning about these programs from across, across the country, and advancing population health, sharing best practices. I mean, this is, this is what our college really is all about. And then to have the power of Hearst and the scope of these uh, eight judges uh, you know joining me wow i mean this is uh, this it doesn't get much better than this that really is an impressive group you put together congratulations on that um greg what do you hope to accomplish with this prize from the hearst health perspective i think just to to underpin some of the things that david has said is we're we're looking to see some exciting innovations in how people are improving population health and what's happening really at the coalface, you know, in, in, the, in the care organizations delivering care. Um, and we want to reward that and recognize that achievement. Uh, you know, we also feel that the field requires support such that we can expand, you know, the ecosystem of population health and the, the work that's being done and the research. And so that requires, you know, independent non-biased financial support and that's what we're trying to bring and maybe through this prize there may be others that step up and say they want to contribute also to the field we're trying to get the ball rolling we're trying to grow the field so it's just, it draws more smart doers of population health they feel supported results are demonstrated and ultimately the field advances and we in some ways help really improve population health and raise the science of population health. That, that's what I, we all hope. I think that's what we hope to achieve. Excellent. And I, I really do believe population health is one of the key solutions we're, we're putting out there. Being able to highlight an excellent program operating here in the United States, I think will serve as a beacon to others as they look for how they can improve population health in their communities or their clinics, et cetera. So after you've gone through this review process, I know, David, you mentioned a little bit before, but where and when will you announce the winners? Sure. So before I give you that cool part of the story, I, I want to say special thanks again to uh, uh, Greg Dorn, uh, Rochelle Abbott, uh, Richard Malik, the entire team at Hearst Health. I mean, what a great partnership we've created over a long period of time. And Greg Dorn is right. In the room I'm sitting in, uh, nearly a year and a half ago, we gave birth to this idea. So obviously, without their total commitment and financial support, there'd be no prize. So we're, our whole college is grateful to Hearst Health. So let me tell you about what we're looking forward to. We're already building the momentum for the next population health colloquium. So everybody knows this will be next year's year 13 for us in downtown Philadelphia at the beautiful Lowe's Hotel. Uh, the program will be March 7, 8, and 9. 
So we're going to bring the three finalists, and they'll be in the audience, and we're going to keep this a state secret. And then on Tuesday morning, March 8th, at the podium, uh, Greg and myself and representatives of Hearst and Jefferson will announce the winner of the National Hearst Jefferson Pop Health Prize. So you could uh, learn more about the colloquium, but we'd love to see you there so you could see the excitement in person at www.populationhealthcolloquiumoneword.com. So populationhealthcolloquium.com. Last year we had 750 attendees. Next year we hope to top out at more than 800. But I'm just really already excited about that Tuesday morning, March 8th, when those three finalists, they'll be sitting in the audience biting their nails, waiting to hear who the winner is going to be. And regrettably, there's no runner-up, so it's going to be a winner-take-all kind of situation on March 8th. So I I hope you'll be there, Fred. I'm absolutely looking forward to it, both from the perspective of being in the audience to watch who wins this prize, as well as attending your your three-day conference. It's been fantastic every year. The speakers are always excellent. You draw a great audience to network with, and I know uh, Greg and I were there last year and thoroughly enjoyed it and are certainly hoping and planning to be there again this year. So Thank you. any final words? Oh, you're most welcome. Any final words, Greg, from you on the award or the prize or anything else you'd like to share with Hearst about Hearst Health? I just We're, we're excited that David is um, providing this incredible venue, the, the colloquium setting and and you know that's a, that's another piece that's really exciting. There's a, many great things that are going on at that meeting, and and uh, obviously the prize has the suspense of an Oscar night, but um, or, and you know more of an Oscar morning. But there's going to be a bunch of other great sessions and great content there. And and what I like about what's so exciting about that meeting is it's the 13th meeting. And if you go back uh, 13 years, I don't think there were a lot of people. Uh, running around talking about population health, and it's that kind of vision and that kind of being able to see where healthcare needs to go that's got us excited about being involved with David and the Jefferson School. And so, so I'm just excited we're we're able to use that venue and 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 have it be part of that. I think it's an incredible opportunity, and um, and so we'll hopefully see you on the 8th of March. <laughs> exactly right, Greg. Yeah, well, I'm I'm pumped too. Uh, again, uh, we've got our whole college motivated and energized behind this effort uh, from our our staff, faculty who are going to do the first pass, the judges. We've already got the date set for the judges to, to the finalists. I, I mean, I can't think of anything else in our field that's going to sort of crystallize at least for one day you know, where population health is and what the potential that it has for the future. Using the colloquium as the jumping off point is just tremendous confluence of uh, positive things that we've been up to for a long time. Well, congratulations to the two of you for putting this together. It's really exciting to uh, look forward to this award. And I would tell anybody, take a look at the website up there at the Jefferson College and look at this Hearst Health Award. Download the app. If you've got a program you and you really think it's unique, you ought to take a look at sending that in. This is going to be quite the event and obviously quite the recognition that I think our field sorely needs. So I thank you both for your commitment to put this together, and I'm extremely excited to be looking forward to next year's colloquium and the opportunity 
to uh, hear both this prize and the programming. Great. Thanks so much for having us on, Fred, too. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Fred and Greg. Appreciate it. You're both very welcome. Very much appreciate it. With that, I'll turn it back to you, Greg. Thank you, Fred. And that will have to be the last word for today's broadcast. I want to thank our special guest, Dr. Greg Dorn, President Hearst Health, and Dr. David Nash, Dean of the Jefferson College of Population Health, for their time and insights today. Do follow Hearst Health and the Jefferson College of Population Health on Twitter via at Hearst Health and at Jefferson, J-C-P-H. And on the web at www.hearsthealth.com and jefferson.edu, respectively. For more information on the Hearst Health Prize, check out Population Health and the Hearst Health Prize at www.pophealthweek.com. And we do this weekly on Wednesdays, typically at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. And next week, I believe we're going to hear from an executive over at Cerner. So until we meet again, for Fred Goldstein, this is Greg Master saying bye now. Everybody.